And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's up, everyone? Zach here. Hopefully, you're having a great day. Welcome to an episode of the MLM Rebels podcast. I'm excited to spend some time with you guys here today. When have I ever started an episode and not said I'm excited to spend some time with you guys here today? Um, I'm just usually pumped to record or to uh, spend time with you when I'm recording. I guess that's just uh, that's just the way it goes. As I am talking, I'm looking out at some mountains in Arizona, which are super pretty. Um, they're not snow-capped mountains, of course; they're desert mountains. But these are actually this is probably one of the best mountain views um, to my left that I've seen in a while. Uh, this morning we left El Paso, Texas, and we are driving out to Southern California, and we're going to be there in like five hours. So we uh, we actually had a boo-boo while we were driving. Uh, there was a massive accident, so we got stopped in a dead stop for about an hour, and then we hit some major traffic in Phoenix. So we're like an hour and a half, two hours behind our schedule time, which a little sad, but that's okay. Um, so yeah, that's where that's what we're doing. It's actually pretty cool. I've never I've never driven this far. I don't think, as far as like you know, we're driving like 24 hours to get to get to where we're going, and I don't think I've ever done this. I've always flown. This is pretty cool. So we like I like seeing everything. Driving through the majority of Texas is really boring and flat, but on the west side of Texas, it's very hilly, mountainous. And of course, we're in Arizona now, so it's uh, there's a lot of mountains and things, so it's it's quite beautiful, and it's been very sunny all day today. This is the first time I've seen clouds, and it's getting a little later in the day. But anyway, I wanted to talk with you guys a little bit about something that happens a lot in network marketing that I am not a fan of at all, and I wanted to share it with you here today. So firstly, if this is something that you find value in, if you learn some things today, uh, do me a favor, drop down below and leave a rating and a review on the podcast. If you do that, I will come over to your house and give you a giant hug. I'm just kidding. I won't do that. But I will bribe you really, really, really heavily. So we have a funnel that, uh, a sales, an online sales funnel that when we turn it on, it produces thousands of leads for us. People that want information about our business, they're purchasing our products through this funnel. And it's been a quite, it's been actually probably the most life-changing funnel for us because as I trace back everything that's happened in our business, it all happened from this one funnel. And uh, I'm going to give that to you 
completely for free. Meaning I'm not just going to give you the funnel so you can look at it. I'm going to actually give it to you so you can suck it into your own account if you want to model off of me. Um, so if you leave a review and a rating down below on the podcast, we will send that to you directly. So uh, how's that for a bribe? Secondly, if you want to join the private group uh, completely for free, you can go to mlmsalesfunnels.com to join the conversation and learn how start learning how you can uh, recruit and sell more effectively than pretty much anyone you know in the industry um, using sales funnels, using online sales funnels. And uh, yeah, so mlmsalesfunnels.com to, to learn about that. Anyway, as I kind of alluded to, I wanted to talk to you briefly about about cashing out investments in order to invest in your business. And the reason I want to talk to you about this is because this is something that I actually was quasi-coached to do, not directly coached, but quasi-coached, sort of pressured from the top um, to do this. And it's something that I never really coached anyone to do, but I, I probably nudged people in this direction. And I did it myself, and I look back on it and am very not happy with myself about it. Um, not necessarily because our life would be totally different. It would probably be slightly different, but mainly because we're just stupid and and because we're not. Well, try not to uh, try not to chastise anyone here, but um, there's there's some people that we're aware of uh, that were considering doing this as well and. Worth our thought is do not do that. So here's kind of the thought. You know, have you ever heard of there was some war general? And it, this is actually a real story. I just don't remember who it was, but somebody was you know sailing to uh, a new land to attack and take it over. And when they got to the land, uh, they were like all the soldiers were clearly scared. Like most soldiers don't want to be in a war. You know, it's usually people that are orchestrating it, right? So they get there, and the, the soldiers are like pretty scared. They don't want to be there. They don't really want to be attacking other people. Um, but like they're there, and they have like there's they're there. And so when they landed on the shore, the general turned around and said, "Burn the ships." And they're like, "What?" And the general said, "Burn the ships." And so they burned the ships. All the soldiers went back and set fire to the boats that were there in the water. Meaning, what does that mean? It means that they couldn't go home. The only way they would stay safe is if they attacked the nation that they invaded and won. That's the only way they would stay safe because they can't get back on the boats, so they're stuck on the shore. So the analogy is burn your ships behind you so that you can succeed at what's in front of you. Don't give yourself another back door. The way that I heard this a lot in network marketing is um, is is like burn... Burn the ships behind you. So when you join the business, get rid of all distractions, which is not a bad move. Get rid of all distractions and then make sure you have no way out. So like, you know, that like your 401k, you know, cash that thing out. Uh, your um, your career, it doesn't matter if you advance. The business is your future, right? Just just take a job that's only going to work you nine to five. Don't take a job that's going to distract you. It's going to cause you to travel. Just burn that ship, burn that bridge and focus on the business. Basically get rid of everything that you could possibly fall back on. Destroy your plan B because now your plan A is your plan A. Does that make sense? Am I painting the analogy for you well? So, so something that's, that's, that this happens, um, a lot in network marketing and it's, it's actually kind of sickening now that I think about it, even the more I'm looking, the more I'm thinking about it is a lot of people will, 
uh, advise their team. So upline will do this to their downline, or big upline will do this to the little downline um, from stage or things like that. And this is uh, a variation of what you know I would what would have happened to me, or maybe what I even would have done. And and we'll basically do things like burn, like say things like burn your ships. You know, if you have a four hundred one k, like it's only, if there's only you know fifty thousand in there, a hundred thousand in there, like what are you going to do with that, right? Like. Isn't the business your future? I mean, if you're making a hundred thousand dollars a month, like, dude, like you would make that in a month. So if you're if you're struggling to buy, you know, training materials for your team, if you're struggling to make it to these different events, if you're struggling to, you know, invest into ads for your business or maybe for funnel software nowadays into your business, just cash out your four hundred one k, cash out your investments, and take that money, pour it into your business, and it'll all come back to you later. You'll have money to run your business now. And you'll burn your ships in the process, meaning you'll focus yourself. I mean, the logic is not all that bad. I mean, it's 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 mediocre logic, but um, it's actually like just straight up dumb. So, if you think about some of the most, if you think about like kind of like semi mentally weak entrepreneurs or people. They're going to tell you that, hey, whatever I'm going to do is for sure going to work. Like, this is for sure going to work. Hey, you're doing this business? Yes, it's going to work. Hey, are you doing that thing? Yep, it's for sure going to work. When people tell you, speak in absolutes or for sures or anything like that, most likely they haven't been around the block long enough to get their butt handed to them a few times. I was listening to a talk by Elon Musk uh, I think it was last night or the night before. If you're not sure who Elon Musk is, um, just look up uh, SpaceX and Tesla, and uh, just find the co-founder or find the founder of those two, and you should find who Elon Musk is. Or if you ever heard of this company called PayPal, he was one of the co-founders of them too. <clears throat> He's being interviewed about the viability of SpaceX and Tesla, and if it was going to be a successful endeavor. And this is recently, by the way. It wasn't like when he first started. And he said. You know, the data's in, you know, it's everything looks really good. I'm very confident, but things can go wrong. I don't know. Like, I don't know what will happen. That's Elon Musk talking. That's not, that's not, that's not an upline that, you know, that's not an upline making, you know, 50 grand a month, 100 grand a month. That's Elon Musk worth billions of dollars and the, uh, a monster shareholder and founder of Tesla and SpaceX, and co-founder of PayPal, which he sold his portion of for hundreds of millions of dollars. That's who that is. So the dude's pretty smart, and the more people that I talk to that are like more advanced in their business career, there's a guy that we uh, that we talk with, you know, a fair amount. He's kind of like a, a quasi copywriting mentor for me. Um, even in some cases, a, a not really a spiritual mentor, but I learn a lot from him on spiritual stuff too. And you'd probably know his name. If you're into copywriting or marketing at all, he's like one of the original gangsters of marketing um, in in today's day and age. And he talks about how you, when you get older and you have to, have, you know, you have more experience and you're more mature, you start realizing that absolutes are not are not really that important. They're not as important as you as they once were when you're young. Like you need absolutes, right? You need to say, you know, that's wrong. That's right. Right, but when you get older, you can operate in the gray a lot more effectively. And now I'm not saying this is not a moral talk, by the way. Like there are definitely things that are freaking wrong, and there are things that are right. So please, please don't take this as a moral, moral lesson. It's not. 
Uh, I'm talking about, I'm talking about uh, whatever I was talking about. I don't know what I was talking about. I lose my mind all the time sometimes with doing these podcasts. And so you guys, you guys get to know me a little bit with this. So we'll just pretend that I knew what I was talking about the whole time. And Ashley, what was I talking about? She's laughing. She doesn't know what I was talking about. She only listen. She only listens to my podcast. She only listens to my podcast when she's in the car with me. That's so sad. What was I saying? Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Operating. Operating. Not knowing. Absolutely. Not knowing. Abs- that's it. See? This is why This is why you get married. <laughs> this is why you get married so, they, so that your spouse can help you. Um, yeah, so... Like, Elon Musk is okay with not working in absolutes. So is this other guy I mentioned. And some people are like, they're so, like some people in network marketing are so nutcases about being in absolutes. My company is the best. It's the best in the world. Nothing can ever be better. My products are the best. People regrow limbs. They lose 30 years off their age when they take my products. They lose 5,000 pounds without even working out. We have the best products in the world. My comp plan is the best in the world. Why is it the best? It's just the best, right? Um, this is how I'm going to retire. Case closed, no questions. Like, that's called an absolute. Now, could you be really confident this is the way I'm going to retire? Of course. Could you be really confident this is your quote-unquote sunset business? Of course. You can be very confident. But if you start speaking in absolutes... Um, a lot of times, you know, God wants to give you something potentially bigger than what you're speaking. And you could think that you're like not getting it, whatever it is that you're saying. And the last thing I want to do is, is basically either look like a hypocrite or call God a hypocrite because I'm speaking in absolutes and little do I know he's trying to point me in a different direction or point me to a higher playing field or or things like that. As we're driving, there's literally there's a big mountain to the right, and there's one cow on a mountain. Did you? Are you laughing at that too? He's sitting there all by himself. There's just literally a huge mountain, and there's one cow just standing there. He's very pretty. He's he's very pretty cow. Yeah, he's definitely a free range cow. That's for sure. He's he's got the whole mountain. Oh my gosh, that was funny. Yeah, he's. He's not cold contacting anyone today, that's for sure. He's not getting his other cows in his business because there's nobody. There's no cows around. Anyway, um, so basically what I'm getting at is should you have your plan A? Absolutely. Do I think it should be your business? I do. I do believe that you should have a fallback. Not a fallback plan necessarily, but a fallback if like if everything takes a dump all over me, what am I going to do? Am I going to get caught with my pants down in 2008? I hope not, right? Am I going to, what if we have, what if, what, what if a hyperinflation happens, right? What if a hyperinflation happens and we all get screwed? What's, what are you going to do, right? What are you going to do then? What about if uh, you lose your job and the company you're with folds and you, and your team vanishes? Like then what? The point is, I'm not saying split your focus because there's definitely a time in the beginning of your business when you're not full-time that you have to be like psycho nutcase focused. And um, actually, Ashley and I are realizing that we probably need to, you know, really focus ourselves heavily because like 
you know, lots of different uh, shiny objects appear at all times in life. And, you know, it's like this and 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 this. And, you know, we're not riding, like, I'm still doing these podcasts. We're not riding off into the sunset yet, like, you know, not doing anything anymore. So, like, we need to be hyper-focused too. But that doesn't mean we're not intelligent about investing the money that we make. That doesn't mean that we're cashing out our investments to put them into ad spend. Um, that's not the case. You know, I'll, I'll literally do a garage sale before I cash out an investment to spend it on our business. Um, like 100%. I will go drive Uber before we cash out money to uh, spend it on our business. So anyway, if this, I don't know if this, uh, this may have just been a huge waste of time for you, but maybe I caught one, uh, maybe I caught somebody in the right spot. And if you're thinking about this, I would highly advise you to not do it. Keep your, keep your investment the way it is, or, you know, do something that you think is smart, right? Keep it where it's at and just let it be there. And if you stop putting money into it for a little while, you know, whatever, that's fine. It's not as, that's not as detrimental of a move, but you know, I would just, just keep investing. That's, that's just keep, just, that's, that's one of your expenses. You know, I invest X dollars into my index fund every two weeks, every month or whatever. And that's just part of life. You know, if you need to make a little extra money, go make some extra money driving Uber or whatever and put that into your business. But don't, don't crush the golden goose that you might need someday. Like hopefully the business is your golden goose, but don't like you have a little tiny golden goose and don't squash it in case you need to rely on it someday. Um, so hopefully that makes sense. And I hope this helps somebody um, because I, I'm speaking from experience here. I've, I've done this myself. I have cashed out my 401k when I was in my early 20s to invest it in my business. And I look back at that now. I thought it was smart at the time. I look back at the now and I'm like, you're a, you're a moron. Um, like, as I said, it probably wouldn't have affected our life too much. Like, it's not like we would have been like, oh, wow, look at all this all these different things, but, um, but it was still a dumb, dumb move. And that money would still be growing today. Uh, had it, had it not been spent. Um, and I've seen a lot of people do this actually. And, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty dumb because the majority of people that do this, they're not any further along in their business or that I've seen do this. We're not, are not any further along in the business than before they did it. So at the end of the day, it's not about how much money you can put in. It's about the work ethic you can put in, but how creative you can get. It's not about the lack of resources you have. It's your lack of resourcefulness. And, um, yeah, I think that's kind of where we'll, we'll leave that right now. So anyway, hopefully this found you well. Hopefully you learned something from this. And uh, if you did, do me a favor, leave a review and a rating on the podcast, as you already know my bribe for you. Um, so uh, I should probably put a time limit on that. Anyway, I'll give that out to the next 20 people. How about that? If you're one of the next 20 people to leave a review, you'll get it. After that, that thing's going away, and I'm not giving that out anymore. Well, anyway, it was amazing spending time with all of you today. And... Um, Appreciate you listening, and we'll talk to you all soon and see you in the next episode. Thanks.
Yeah.